This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. where we will be live watching the Impact episodes from December 3rd and December 8th, 2005. Let me now bring in my co-host, grad student, and the originator of the butt face meme, Jake Williams. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing well. Um, feeling like a butt face. We are um, we're almost <laughs> at the, the end of the semester, I guess, mm-hmm. as we're almost at the end of 05, the calendar year 05 in our timeline. Exciting times here on the highway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a little side project. You have to start. You have to start that uh, Christian pod we talked about a couple episodes. Ago, so. <laughs> of course, you got, you got to do that. Drop the timeline. Drop the entire <laughs> timeline. Christian only. Now we're gonna still do the show. That's a little side project that you're gonna have to do to prove your TNA <laughs> solo Christian, <laughs> solo Christian and TNA pod. <laughs> That'll put buds in the ears. Mm, it sure will. <laughs> Great idea by uh, Mr. Kid there that uh, was uh, immediately panned by all of us. So, um, but <laughs> thank you for being here tonight, Jake. And we will now bring in our one solo expert, as Mr. Kid is not with us uh, after making two consecutive episodes. So I will give him that. But our one expert for the night is the most professional podcaster, and he is Matt Souza. How you doing, Matt? Uh, gentlemen, always great to be here. Uh, you know, when you said uh, Christian pod for a minute, I thought you wanted Jake to uh, start a religion pod, and I became very confused. Oh, no, but no, no. Uh, uh, happy to be here as always. Oh, you didn't remember our very, very brief discussion of the solo no, Christian pod? I, you, you, you see, it came back to me once you started talking more. But at first, I thought, why does he want Jake to start a religion pod? <laughs> I'm just feeling very religious, and I feel like we're missing that demographic. <laughs> Well, hell. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I All right. Well, if we have the uh, December 3rd episode pulled up, we will start uh, in just a second. Uh, let's hit play in three, two, one. TNA Wrestling. Mm-hmm. All right. We've met that contract stipulation. Very mm-hmm. good. Right. But I can't do it in the second episode. Sony has to pick up this slide. Oh, my oh, lord. Not on Live the reporter Don West <laughs> reporting. Wearing a blanket for a shirt, a he shawl. In, he informs Samoa Joe that he's not booked for tonight, but he asks him why he's here. And he conveniently has AJ on his wrist tape. Oh, oh my God, it's Bobby Heenan. Now, look, (laughs) if I saw Samoa Joe looking like that with a blood-soaked towel with his taped fists, I wouldn't ask him any questions. You want to go in the building? You go right ahead, sir. I'm not going to stand in your way. (laughs) His blood-soaked towel and his mean face. (laughs) His mean face. (laughs) 
So Don asked Bobby Heenan why he was there. I watched this earlier today, so I I, I, I have a little bit of insight. Uh, the Chicago White Sox had just won the World Series this year, and they are apparently going to be at uh, Impact. Not, I don't think it's on this episode, but I think it's the next week. So a couple mm-hmm. of uh, Chicago White Sox players are going to be there. And uh, Bobby Heenan was born in Chicago, so he's a big uh, Chicago guy. So he's there to meet all them and uh, maybe rabble rouse with a couple of the wrestlers. <laughs> and, and and he apparently, he's a fan of the wrong uh, team in Chicago, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Is is there a right team in Chicago? I mean, if, if if I lived in Chicago, I'd be a Cubs fan just because of the history. But that's me. Yeah, I got you. Both of them struggle quite quite uh, quite heartily in uh, the championship uh, part mm-hmm. of things. But yeah, well, especially the Cubs at this point weren't they pretty terrible? This is right after the the fan incident in like '03, and mm-hmm. didn't they like tank for a while around this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're pretty pretty horrible. Uh, around this time, but I'm pretty sure the White Sox were horrible after they won the World yeah, Series. Yeah, they think were they like one and done. done. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a uh, CrossFit Hobbit. <laughs> Good God. Mr. Aries and Mr. Williams have come out so far. PD, not Jake. Not PD. Good. <laughs> I'm just looking at the uh, 2005 White Sox roster. I forgot that fucking Carl Everett was on that team. Good lord. He sure was. Holy hell. What, what is Alex Shelley's thing now? What, what's happening? Does he have a camera? Oh. Uh, Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's going to be the beginning. It's the beginning of a great great thing jake you just this wait. becomes a whole thing and boy i don't remember it starting this early <laughs> let's just say a, a certain seven footer uh becomes his uh buddy mm-hmm. a certain seven footer that we love he oh. comes back he comes back from being outside of the ring and he uh he returns i see what you did there outside mm. oh Thank so you. triton's gonna be coming back <laughs> yes <Yeah, anyway>. exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very good. God bless you for remembering him. Jesus, I forgot he was a thing. <laughs> Jake, remember will never, that? Jake will never forget <laughs> Triton. Remember that six <laughs> weeks when he was around? <laughs> I will remember him. <laughs> so you got an X Division fuck fest to start us off here? That is I correct. So. Four waivers uh, with Shelly, Aries, Sabin, and Petey Williams here. And Andrew Thomas, the perfect ref to do this, as he can never handle chaos. (laughs) (laughs) They got to watch out for that tripod there. Don't hit it. I didn't. Mike, it was a literal tripod (laughs) at ringside. (laughs) So uh, Shelly's new thing is he's going to start videotaping his matches. Um, So I believe that he can learn from his mistakes. Mm -hmm. He also just has a weird thing with cameras i guess <laughs> camera fetish gimmick. he has a camera on a tripod and a head bandage right you see the camera hit him in the head when he was filming something and... very defined character right <laughs> I wonder if they... go ahead i was just gonna say there's there's not many uh characters in tna that are very defined <laughs> so i think right. shelly is above most with having a camera 
archetype as old as Shakespeare, the uh, <laughs> the man with the camera and a head bandage. I wonder if uh, the guy from uh, there was a guy on Game of Thrones that had an eye patch that kind of looked like uh, Shelley's headband. I wonder if they got uh, inspiration from Alex Shelley here in this room. I'm sure. I'm sure George R. R. Martin watched a lot of TNA. Well, he was on. Uh, he was on our most episode of YouTube Roulette. So uh, this is true. Cheap plug. It's weird it's too man. because they give him this kind of goofy shit a little bit, but then in ring sometimes they try and portray him as this like. Like he's, you know, like Zack Sabre Jr. or something, like with all right. these technical holds and shit. So he's very all over the place. Right. Yeah, it's like British strong style shit. Even right. though he's you like think they would lean different. into that. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> Two pretty stiff shots there in a row. Pose for the camera. Pose for the camera. Yeah, he's like one of those guys that's almost better that like he doesn't have much character to him because he can just kind of be a badass kind of hard, you know, uh, strong style kind of wrestler in the ring. And he can kind of just let his wrestling talk for him, you know. He also just did the Hollywood Blondes taunt there for a second. <laughs> I was about to say that. he's. <laughs> I feel like he's just randomly remembering, oh, yeah, I'm like a camera dude. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that's my thing, cameras. He he's also doing a lot of different hand signals. I'm not sure he knows which one he wants to use yet. Oh my god! He's, this he's move. the Hollywood. What is he? Do? Good god! The Hollywood face fuck. He's doing the dick cruncher. The pelvic thrust. Oh, the Shelly skull fuck in the middle of the ring. <laughs> he looks. <laughs> he looks so much like you'd be in like um, any band that was on that compilation Buzz Ballads. He looks like he's <laughs> in any of those bands. Like filter yeah. or some shit. Like right. he was the bass player in Seven Mary Three. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that is some that's some great A butt rock right there, man. Oh, look, I don't. I love that song, Cumbersome, and I don't care who knows it. It is great, but does it make you cumbersome? It does. Also, I think How? we have. <laughs> I think we have our outro music for this episode, gentlemen. Recall me loud. <laughs> two black or two white, how I'm wrong in your right. God. Stay us tonight. Alex <laughs> Shelley. Oh. Ouch. That has been mostly like an Alex Shelley Austin Harry's match so far. Yeah. it's It's been a showcase of Shelley for sure. Really trying to get him it, over. Say that to get over this new gimmick of having a camera. <laughs> this new gimmick of going to Best Buy and buying the newest Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we kidding? He, the, he couldn't afford that with his TNA contract. He got like That's a true. some bullshit brand, Panasonic <laughs> he, or something like that. He, he, <laughs> stole, he stole it from some backlot in Universal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to go in on uh, Panasonic there. I don't know that they're a bad brand. <laughs> Panasonic, if you're if you're <laughs> listening, right? Look, it's like, I apologize to Panasonic. <laughs> they may send me something when it's a sponsor. 
Don't want to miss out on any sponsors. <laughs> so sorry. Well, to the Impact Zone, the official TNA <laughs> podcast of Panasonic. Can you imagine if this fucking podcast ever got sponsored by Panasonic? <laughs> All of a sudden, Logan's doing plugs for some new LCD TV. <laughs> now, the Panasonic bump of the night. God. Oh, that was a, that was a weird. That was a kind of botched stun gun right there. He lifted yeah. him like four inches. Four inches, also known as above his head, Frosted Harris. <laughs> oh, good God. Oh, my goodness. Ow. Was, he definitely cut that because he whiffed. Getting a little sloppy in the later stages of this. Yeah. It's still pretty fun, though. Mr. Saban. Seems like there's a shit more, a uh, lot of more people in the uh, the pit there today. The impit. The impit. There. <laughs> Which is weird because you would think this is probably the fourth or the third episode of the taping cycles. Right. I would think that it would be probably the least. Time for the Morphoplex injection of the week. Oh boy. Oh boy. Ravens House of Fun match. Fuck. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. It gets worse. Oh, oh my God. Terry Taylor. Why is he back? Where's Shane? Yeah, right. say, so something can... happened to Shane because they have Don and Terry Taylor in the back. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jake, what would you go on that first match? You know, I think I'll go a I'll go a two and three quarter on that thing. All right, Matt. What about you? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go three on it. I thought it was it was a little sloppy at points, but it was a fun way to uh, fun way to open the show. Yeah, I'll go three as well. I thought it was a fun way to open the show. I feel like it kind of showcased uh, Shelley which is a guy that they haven't really featured a ton lately, but uh, I'm glad to see Saban uh, as a stalwart of the X Division kind of pulled out the victory there at the end. But yeah, solid way to open the, open the show. Why the fuck am I staring at the computerized man of the 1990s? He is asking uh, what AMW thinks about their tables match with Team 3D at Turning Point. He looks like a founding father with that haircut and those glasses. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> <laughs> He looks like a politician from the 1700s. I, Terrence Taylor, along with John Hancock. You say you'd be the manager at like your local hardware store. I guess you look like, <laughs> the, like 15-year-old kids. They're like, Mr. Taylor, where somebody wants to rent a pressure washer. <laughs> he keeps trying to it? steal their beer, too, on the way out. Excuse me, Mr. Taylor, where's your torx head screws? God, you fucking dork. Oh, and they're, they're, they're like, re-watching the funeral segment to laugh at it, basically. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're basically, they basically just said, the tables match may be something that Team 3D invented, but uh, we're, we're going to uh, perfect it, is what they say. So forgive me for not remembering, but have they announced what match Abyss is having at the pay-per-view at this point? Uh, yes, because okay. they talk about it on commentary during this match. So Very good. Okay. Barbed wire massacre, they call it. Mm-hmm. The ropes will be replaced with barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And there will be a massacre. And there will be a massacre. Right. And it will involve this. This. You're still afraid of barbed wire. You better face your fear quickly, Abyss. Otherwise, that parachute pants-wearing idiot will beat you. And oh, boy. Early... 
early sighting of Kenny King being uh, Abyss's opponent here. So That's right. I forgot he was a jobber here for a bit. Those shorts are something. <laughs> <laughs> Those boxing shorts are a choice. Right. Yeah. Cur- current Impact superstar Kenny King, by the way. Oh, God, what was that? He's very... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit. He almost went in orbit. Pretty sure he almost hit the top of the impact. Fucking hell. (laughs) That was uh, their ceiling isn't very high joke. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. He takes a shit kicking quite well. Right. Fuck. He's selling pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, He goes very ragdoll. Like, he's a... He's he's the king of selling. What are these abyss runs? These charge ups he's doing. <laughs> he's doing these silly ass runs. It's awful. It's like it's like a man who's never run before. <laughs> this this shock treatment is pretty sick. I won't lie. Not that it's ever not sick, but oh oh, that didn't feel good. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with uh, Mr. King here. That looked like it hurt like hell. Abyss! Take the king and put him off his throne! And... Oh! Ugh. Good God that really almighty. Good that, was a, that was a really good black hole slam. Yeah. What would you give that black hole slam there, Matt? <sighs> It's up there. I think I'll go. I'll, you know, I'll go eight on that. I'm with Jake. That's what what you going. Yep, I was right there with Matt eight. I think the fact so, that there's zero give in the ring really adds to it. Because it looks when like he really when he med. really swings around too. Like yeah. sometimes he just kind of barely turns, and the guys that are bigger and he can't really do it with. Right. Um, but there's some guys where they're light like him, and he can really swing around and slam them real hard. So, uh, James Mitchell calls Sabu a subliterate monkey in this promo. <laughs> Jesus, God. Subliterate. Sub-literate. You can tell I'm angry, Abyss. Look at my eyebrows. Come on. I, I would love if Abyss just snap back with, uh, your, uh, your eyebrows always look like that, James. <laughs> well, they're extra pointy today, Abyss. This is like not this time, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Vanna White pants. (laughs) (laughs) R S T L N E. White pants. (laughs) Very. They are very wheel of fortune. (laughs) Yeah, just everything about them is just. Her Wheel of Fortune incarnate. Does Sabu have like a broken nose or something? He has tape all over his face. Yeah, I think he I think he may have gotten his uh, nose. What the fuck am I asking that for? Of course Sabu has something broken. <laughs> I, yeah, say? I, was say. <laughs> I think you answered your own question by even I asking did. it. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Uh oh. Get out of the way, you hardy cretins. Uh, we're going to have to do an in-memoriam of Hardy after this next episode. Yes, that's right. I'll look at, uh... You look oh, at he just like... kept that kid in the face! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> 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 Poor 
poor kid with Jeff Hardy's sleeve. That's what you get for being a part of the the Hardy heathens. Oh my God, Kip Sabian's in the crowd. Do you see the guy with the box <laughs> on his head? That was an <laughs> AEW joke. It was an AEW joke. Ben will appreciate that one. Look up the uh, how we got injured. It seemed like Sabu wrestled a uh, uh, <laughs> a boulder is the ring match in Paraguay and uh, slammed his nose into a <laughs> slammed his nose into it in a mishap, but uh, he refused to miss any time, so he flew back in. He glued, a, uh, he, he super glued his nose back up. <laughs> he, he worked with a decapitated nose at the TNA show. <laughs> They're really uh, fighting all over the impact zone, which looks like um, a high school football stadium. <laughs> it really kind of does. Yeah. Right. Like a higher level high school football stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Lance Storm level chair shot there. I want to know what all those like yellow plaques on the wall are. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at this cat in the back with this strange mulletish hairdo. <laughs> like not even a mullet, it's just uh he's got a lot of volume. Like oh these more. these strategically placed guardrails. <laughs> Something just fell in my house and I should probably go check it, but I can't up here. Abyss needs to learn to not like try and position foreign objects. Never works out for him. No, like he tries to stick the chair in the ring. Mm. Like, like the, the only way, <laughs> the only way this can end is with Sabu being impaled. Right, he's gonna throw him off this ledge. Oh, oh, oh. god, he's just gonna sell it like Olaf and Frozen. I have been impaled. He's not gonna scream or anything. Oh, broken yoke. Oh, lovely broken yoke. <laughs> <laughs> is that the band or the song? Oh, yes. This is Making a Difference Rhino. Yeah, really? <laughs> as, we, as we introduced <laughs> last week. Trailer Park Rhino. Good God. He's, trying to make, he's just trying to, you know. Oh, look. Was he's he... got a really gaudy Hummer. <laughs> was, was he shot in the stomach like Fatu was? He grew up on the, he grew up on the streets of uh, Detroit, and now he's, uh, he's a high riser. <laughs> What's the intro to uh, Taxi Cab Confessions right there? Was that? <laughs> it's like Taxi Cab Confessions interspersed with 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. All right, so I did not make it this oh, far on the episode. So 8 Mile. So but 8 I, Mile. It's, it, it really is. is. It's, yeah. You only get one gore. Do not miss your chance. Where's Cheddar Bob? Where's Cheddar Bob? Cheddar Bob. Oh, in my pre-watch earlier, I did not make it this far into the episode, but this is a video where Rhino discusses his real life problems, as his, uh, such as his wild lifestyle and losing his family to divorce. So, now I know something about you, Jarrett. You went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like, wouldn't have Don and, and, and Tanae had, like, the screen. Like, they're doing this, like, uh, primetime wrestling style where they're looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of odd. 
Yeah, I think the screen is a new innovation, but yeah, they definitely don't ever really look back at it. And Spike oh TV God. money. They, they have beef jerky. Oh, wait, that's a Today's, compilation. People I had that set. Today's tux is just awful. Like, terrible. <laughs> It looks like what, what set shit. is that? Is that like the best matches from the asylum? It's it was uh it was three pay per views. It was Victory Road, Turning Point, oh. and Lockdown. I think. It what was like getting your mic is three of the best laser disc of action you're ever gonna get. <laughs> Jeff Hardy or Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Jarrett comes out. I don't give a damn if Rhino's <laughs> Tony's face. Get the fuck out! I'm still convinced that uh. Tanae has a breakaway tux. Like if he pulled on right, it, it would snap, snap away. It's very, it's very Mr. Burns chic. This compilation is just three DVDs. All it is is the Elix Skipper move off the top of the cage on repeat for three straight hours. <laughs> it's a loop. I bought this and I'm pissed. I just got to move over and over again. I wanted to see my match, my five star match that I had on every one of these pay per views. There's no way that's his leather coat, right? Oh, no <laughs> way. It's, no it way. Very, it looks very not him. No. He doesn't strike me as a guy who rides a Harley. Or really owns a leather coat. Fucking <laughs> Tanae. <laughs> fucking killing me. I'm listening so very intently. I'm reading, it's uh, Jarrett's complaining about the Rhino video, that it's uh, mm-hmm. a bunch mm-hmm. of sappy crap. Yep, so it says he's not the one that should have sympathy, but Jarrett should have sympathy because the TNA committee uh, continues to screw him. I am Papa Doc 313. <laughs> Fuck the free world. <laughs> he's also complaining about uh, Jackie Gata coming in on the last episode. Uh, <laughs> Management brought brought her in to fuck with Jarrett for some reason because they have any history with each other, which they totally don't. All right. Just Boy, these hardy literally these... anything that happens, anything that has happened, he's mad about. Right. He, he says if he asks any questions about Jackie, he will crush Tanae's voice box. Jesus, <laughs> that seems a little extreme. I think that was child Rami Malik in the crowd they just showed. <laughs> child Rami Malik. <laughs> kind of just says <laughs> this old guy in the background <laughs> watching the promo <laughs> like a fucking coach on the sidelines. Right. He looked, he couldn't look less interesting. <laughs> He's about to blow his whistle and ask for a line change. He's just back there like, hey, that's that's probably like Bob Cottle. Uh, why, why, uh, why is that guy complaining? <laughs> Who's Rhino? Jeff Jarrett doesn't seem very happy him? about things. <laughs> what you gotta do, Jeff, is you gotta run the triangle offense. Let me show you. Boy, this just keeps going. He's basically, he basically says Jarrett's like the flavor of, or uh, Rhino's the flavor of the month, and he knows Christian will be the next flavor of the month that mm. he'll probably end up getting the last title shot. Has he mentioned Hulk shot. Hogan? Uh, he, yeah, not the nine of. Wow. 
Hulk Hogan was the flavor of the month. I beat his ass too. I went to flavor Japan and smoked him with a guitar. All Uh-oh. these all these rookies, Christian and Rhino. <laughs> yeah. They can come in and run the place. Oh, here comes Christian. You heard his name. So he's there to defend himself. I'm glad he moved out of a uh, youth pastor garb. Yeah. <laughs> On to like an H&M shirt. That's good. Right. Not the strongest performance from uh, Mr. Cage to start his TNA run last week. Mm. Took a pounce like a champ, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I will make, say they didn't make it, him look like a star or anything. No. Go ahead. If, if ever there was a money match in TNA, uh, this is probably it right now. Oh yeah. I don't know if you get a money match in TNA until a little bit later. <laughs> right. And I think you know the one I'm talking about. I. I yep. Yep. <laughs> Monty destroying Jeff Jarrett for the title would have been a month, but, you know. Well, look. Look, we had to have Jarrett beat Monty twice in a matter of a couple of weeks and And ruin him. him, And then have him become his ally, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you get it, Jake. I I believe he refers to Jeff Jarrett as a silly bastard in this. uh... (laughs) Is that why? Is that why Tene is looking so aghast in the background? Did he just call him that? And all all Jared has contributed to TNA is broken guitars and a bunch of bad haircuts. I mean, that's not really a lie. Also refers to Monty Brown as a jacked up uh, Steve Urkel lookalike. Oh boy. Yeah, that might be. Of a lift there, Christian. Might be a bad, might be a bad uh, comparison there. Are there lines on Christian's shirt? Uh, yeah, it has very like uh, kind of candy. Look, candy it looks like it's quilted. Quilted. <laughs> yeah, they're like angled little stripes. They're like blue and white. Mm. Hey, you know what would really help this promo? If we had fucking captions. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing I'm doing my best to convey what I can. I can fucking convey. hell, Impact. Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, well. What the fuck? <laughs> Half of this episode is this promo. <laughs> yeah. They just seem like Jeff Jarrett saying, you're not worthy. <laughs> It's like I'm coming for the winner. I, I do be not, the champion. I do not like Christian's catchphrase that he starts with here, because that's how I roll. Mm. God. Pretty, pretty lame. It's very 2005. <laughs> Maybe even by 2005 standards, it was kind of lame. Yeah. I think his lameness is what makes him make such a good heel, though. Like. Yeah, he says stuff when he's a heel and it's so lame. But like, that's kind of right when he's a face. Now he's like, right? Like, now he's like this spiky-haired Canadian 
blonde hair guy going, that's how I roll. <laughs> well, you know what they say, Jarrett. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. <laughs> <laughs> he just uses the corniest fucking catchphrases. Fuck the free world. <laughs> Basically, toward the end of that promo, Christian Cage said money and him would be a number one contendership. Mm-hmm. So if Jarrett didn't want to face him, he probably should help money win. Everyone is in bootcut jeans here. Just... <laughs> <laughs> they must have got him at cost. Except today, he's wearing a three-piece suit every week. Like a right. Dress. He's the only person in the entire fucking building wearing a suit. Or like, uh, or like, uh, I don't know, like Nashville or something. Two like cow bros going at it with their <laughs> jeans. Throw down at the rodeo, Jared versus Cage. <laughs> Christian actually gets the better of up. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I love that clothesline that Bobby... That was great. Northern Lariat to the back of the head. It's a good way to get a concussion, but it looks damn good. Mm. TNA doesn't care about concussions. Well, that's true. Really don't care about a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Gata to... What a fucking Jesus. waste! What a fucking waste of money! Yeah, like of all people to bring in. And just in case you're wondering, Jake, she does absolutely nothing past the storyline. I'm shocked. Literally nothing. It's so it's so weird. Like I don't know why. <laughs> would be my question. Like she would have never had any interaction with. I mean, like, I don't, I don't even get what. I, I don't know. Like, if she was like Christian's manager in WWE or something, then I would, then it would make sense. Mm-hmm. But like, or she was like ever in the company when Jarrett was there. She was right in the company when Jarrett was there, and she's obviously coming after him for some reason. Oh fuck me sideways! Now we got more of them. Beware with the four LK and Bullet Bob. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Bullet Bob. We've got Jesus. nine-year-old Bullet, Bullet God Bob. God almighty. He looks like a... He looks the like f- uh, one of those tortoises. They were like, this tortoise is old. <laughs> he was born during the Civil War. Does this mean this is the 5LK now? Beware. Bullet Bob's in the house. Beware. I'm losing my hair. <laughs> Beware. Get your prostate examined. How does Billy Gunn look more? Uh, uh, Billy Gunn. How does BG James look more of like an asshole every with every passing week? Good it's, God! It's, it's an amazing feat that he somehow pulls off. I don't. I don't get it. Like he does this very gentlemanly handshake with There's like giant earrings hanging up. On behalf of me and my, on behalf of me and my turtle family, I want to thank you, Conan. For... <laughs> Mr. Conan here. Yeah. <laughs> Respectable uh, fellow who throws his shoes at people. My son has a very eclectic group of friends, but uh, <laughs> glad you put, I'm glad you put up with this dumbass, because uh, I sure wouldn't. My nephew, Franklin the Turtle, he, uh... He counts by two and buckles his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if Bob was quite a bull. That was a Nickelodeon Junior joke. That was. <laughs> that was a Nick Junior joke. <laughs> Deep cuts. Good God, what is that on Raven's shirt? Holy hell! It's a psycho does it clown. Like, does he? Have, does it look like he doesn't have any eyebrows right now. It's <laughs> like angle. It looks like he's wearing yeah. shoulder pads too. That was <laughs> underneath a, that jacket. That uh, that picture on his shirt is a uh, Kulo the clown from that uh YouTube roulette match we watched the other night. <laughs> another, cheap, another cheap plug. Another cheap plug for uh the spooky edition of YouTube roulette. Oh, here's. He's got a clipboard. Oh, Raven. There you go. What is it? What is he gonna say here? I'm uh, I'm stacking the deck against you. Uh, Jesus Christ! I just noticed your shirt. What the hell is that? <laughs> and Ra- Raven spouts back with, "You're talking about my shirt. Look at your shirt, you dumbass." <laughs> Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Here in the Clockwork House of Pancakes match, uh, you're gonna take on. <laughs> Oh, God, just wait to see who he takes Oh, I know who he takes on. I'm not happy about it. Oh, God. You're not going to like it either, Jake. Don't worry. Fuck it. Get him away from me. The security guard is like seven foot three. Right. He's like towering over everyone. God, is that Dikembe Matumbo? Manute Bowl here. <laughs> Where do you see you? You're gonna. F- oh, I almost tripped over the ramp. Where do you see you? You're gonna face you. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> You're in for a rough time with these diamonds. <laughs> oh my goodness. Of all the fucking people. Like, come on. <laughs> Pick anybody else to have this match with Raven. <laughs> Raven's. I, th- I think you are correct. Raven does not have any eyebrows. Okay, I thought it doesn't look like it. <laughs> you should have a damn ma- wrestling match with the damn security guard. I'd rather see that. <laughs> right. Or hell, the referee. <laughs> Freaking early early stages, Omos in the in the security force here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good God Almighty! So we have Raven versus Diamonds in the Rough in this Clockwork Clockwork House of uh, <laughs> Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. There we go. All three members of uh, Diamonds in the Rough. You see, because the the deck uh, the deck the the you know the deck, what I mean. The, the deck Prescott. Fuck off. <laughs> the deck is stacked. Is how you say it against Raven here. That was tougher than it should have been. Oh, God. Concussion number 800 for real after that bump. What are we doing here? We aren't. We aren't was doing there, here is the problem. Was there nobody else for Raven to face? Not that he could beat the shit out of. Yeah. <sighs> What are they doing? They're like just pulling his legs. They're not pulling his balls into the turnbuckle. Honestly, I think I'd rather see Raven face three jobbers in this match, like three no-name guys, than fucking diamonds in the rough. 
Is that a scale? That is a scale, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Just Dave Young it. says, look yeah. at me. I'm going I'm to weigh myself. I weigh at least 200 pounds less than I used to. Good God. Even though I'm starting to get my uh, Morphoplex gut back. <laughs> Felix is falling off a fucking cliff, man. Jeez. Yeah, he's been. It's it's. I mean, he, he's always he's been not great, but it is still kind of a bummer. Yeah, like his positioning now. I mean, they just right. When you factor <laughs> in, when you consider the fact that he's in the biggest spot <laughs> that this company has ever had, and like the most mainstream this company has ever been, as far as like a moment goes, and then like a year later to be doing this. <laughs> And, like, they don't present Diamonds in the Rough like he's the top dog and they're just, like, no. lackeys. He's just, like, one of the Diamonds in the Rough. Oh, so what on earth are they doing here? That's... This is going to end poorly. No. <laughs> Ravens in the crutches. <laughs> <laughs> they just prop him there, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't take the easy win there, Simon Diamond. Way to go, dumbass. If the Diamonds in the Rough win this match, I'm quitting the show. I'm quitting the show if the Diamonds in the Rough win this match. (laughs) I mean, you talk about falls from grace, too. Look at fucking Raven. He was the world champion four months prior to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spike said, no mas Raven. It's fucking baffling. It's got to be a Spike TV thing. It has to be. Because it was like as soon as the Spike deal happened, he fell right down the card. Oh, Nick Nick Gage is in this one. <laughs> Nick Gage, David Young. MDK, go the fuck away. We might all be quitting because I feel like Raymond's probably going to lose at this point. As it... I say David Young is a good Christian boy, though. So he says MDK all freaking day. Oh, Stevie Richards. I mean, Cassidy Riley. Goodbye. Oh, my God. He's never swung a kinder stick again in his life. (laughs) Sick boy. Ill lad. (laughs) Ill lad. It's a Uranus. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that was a Saturn joke. I get that. Uh, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey, like, see, you hit Simon as hard as you hit fucking. <laughs> Terrible job by him to come and help. Like, stop doing all this stupid shit. Like, like instead of Reese, instead of Reese, yeah, we like, have Snickers. Nice oh! <laughs> take five. No, that's, that's, that's better than Reese's. Never mind. Oh, Hundred grand. Yeah, so he's like a hundred grand bar. Watch him a call it. <laughs> or the or the sequel of that the who's it what's it or whatever it is. Why is this match still going? <laughs> I mean, it is three on one. He's having a. I know, but it's, it's but look who's in the ring. <laughs> I know. Three diamonds of the rough equals one and a half normal man. Hey, they said a folded out chair. I wonder how this is going to end. Oh, drop to a hold. <laughs> so Raven never gets to hit that move, but <laughs> Simon Diamond gets to hit it on Raven. All right. They should have just had Larry in this match. These assholes better win this match. <laughs> you want me to go in there? Are you fucking crazy? You know, for a guy who was in ECW and Simon Diamond, the man has never held a trash can in his life, apparently. 
I forget what the form is that. Uh, yeah. Oh, what the hell? I, I can't remember. Oh. Like, oh God. Oh, yeah. that was nasty. Good for him. I didn't think he was gonna make it. Fuck. Oh boy. Well, was a good run, Logan. Uh, this is this will be my final episode, uh, Logan. <laughs> time to close up shop. Fifty six episodes. We made it. A, we made it further than I ever thought we would. So hell of a run. God. Uh, yes, the diamonds in the rough just pinned Raven. Now they did triple stack him. They laid one on top of the other. Because there is no God. <laughs> no reason. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Oh, oh God! Jesus. Jesus! What are you doing? Samoa Joe is savagely beating AJ Even Styles. Joe's got the Fuck look. Everyone hell. has the boot cut jeans. Look at him. Both of these guys <laughs> have the boot cut jeans. It must be a man. Must be a store right outside Universal. All right. Oh. Hit pause as we transition to the next episode. Um, Jake, uh, what would you go on that uh, House of Fun mm-hmm. match, and what would you go on the episode? House of Fun. I mean. That was barely a match. I'd probably go a star. It was more just like a beatdown. It was, it was more like okay. House of Doo Doo. <laughs> House of Not So Fun. House of Pancakes. <laughs> as uh, the episode overall, I think I'm going to go a four. I feel like this is one of the weaker ones we've seen. Maybe the weakest since they um, have come to Spike. Uh, Matt, what about you? Yeah, the, the the house of bullshit was uh, was not great. Uh, so uh, one star, also the wrong person won, so that certainly doesn't help. So uh, yeah, I'll go one star on that. And I'm I'm right there with Jake as far as this being, uh, I think, the worst one since the Spike TV era started. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go four and a half on it, just just below average. Honestly, I bumped it up from a four just because of that Samoa Joe thing right at the end. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was just saying if this this episode didn't have that uh, four way to start things, it would have been oh yeah, uh, would have been pretty bad. But yeah, I'll I'll stick with y'all and go one on the match. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely rough to see the diamonds in the rough actually win a match, uh, especially over a former world champion, uh, a world champion that wasn't uh, well, it was just world champion not too long ago. Um, but yeah, a lot of weird video packages and that promo in the middle just. Was way too long and uh, too much, um, but yeah, four four sounds about right uh, for this episode. But uh, we will uh, keep it going and start on the next episode, and we will hit play in three, two, one. This is TNA. There you go. There you go. So as we nope. learned on the last. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. No, good. You got it. I was just going to say that uh, I, I've been told that this is, in fact, this episode features uh, the final appearance of one Jeff Hardy. That's exactly what I was just about to say, and I was going to ask. See that? As we know, that this he's actually in the main event, so I, we'll go ahead and talk about it. But, um, yeah, this is the last appearance of Mr. Jeff Hardy. As, uh, they basically pay him to stay at home as he no-shows the pay-per-view. Uh, that this is right before. So, um, Matt, what are your what are your thoughts on his uh, run here, and uh, how shit is he? Uh, I guess I'll just put it that way. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try to be as unbiased as I possibly can here. I mean, look, he's been mostly terrible 
I mean, I would say probably 80% of his run has been terrible. Once they finally figured out what to do with him a little bit, like basically just have him in hardcore matches and have him jump off of tall things, I feel like he got a little bit better. But I mean, overall, the run has been shit. And especially when you factor in, like, what they had planned for him. Because, I mean, you have to. When they first brought him in, you have to imagine that they expected him to be the guy to beat Jeff Jarrett and hold the world title, right? It seemed like it was going that way. But then once everybody saw just how big of a fucking mess he was at this point in time, I mean, there, there's no way they could have done it. So, yeah, it, and, it, you know, he's probably, to that point, the second biggest signing next to Raven. So, yeah, just a, a colossal disappointment. And it was a chance they took, and they they had to know that it was a chance, given how things ended with him in WWE. So, yeah, just uh, not great all around. And he's actually in the opener. I was wrong. Um, but, Jake, what do you uh, what do you think of uh, Hardy's running here? Yeah, the analogy I kind of think of is, like, um, when a team tries to trade for a guy who's kind of been on a downswing that was once great and is like mm-hmm. trying to see if he can recapture it in a different situation. I feel like that's what we're going for. And you can't really blame him for it because you know, they're, they're TNA, like they're looking for any kind of name value. Right. And I think they probably knew it was a bit of a risk that he probably maybe had a chance that he wouldn't pan out. And, and he didn't for what I think they wanted, but he did kind of have a decent run once they sort of like tempered their expectations and realized like he's not going to be the world champion, but you can kind of throw him in there and do more of a mid-card thing, and he's going to be all right. And I don't know, maybe when they realized what position he was in, they should have maybe pivoted to that uh, a little more quickly. But, you know, I can't blame him for trying. Right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely over. The crowd loves him. And Oh, I mean, even still here, I mean. Yeah, I mean, if he was thinking clearly and his head was clear and he was, you know, clean and all that kind of stuff, and obviously see – WWE run that comes up the next year and going forward to through 2009 is great. Uh, you know, he has a couple of slip ups in, in the middle of that there, but for the most part, that, that runs the best run of his career. And right. he just gets absolutely Jesus. By right, in the it is. As we're saying, I, this, he does this goofy ass crawl down the ramp <laughs> doing these weird faces. I, I was waiting, is, is this the weird, is this the like most unshawn kid team in the history of time? <laughs> the fucking natural, naturals and Jeff Hardy. You know, and, and you just mentioned it, Logan. When he goes to WWE in what, like six, seven months' time from this? Like, it starts probably, not probably, it is the best run of his career. And how he was able to turn it on when you know, seven months prior, he's getting sent home because he no-showed a pay-per-view. Like, it's it's just wild. I'm guessing, I'm guessing whoever talked to him when they, I mean, obviously Vince had to talk to him at some point, but I'm, I'm guessing whoever, like, started to talk about bringing him in, like, said, this is your last chance, and if you right. fuck up now, you're probably never going to work in the business again because TNA right. doesn't want anything to do with you and, you know, TNA didn't have the name or the, you know, not that right, they ever that's... get huge, but if if they don't want you, we right. want you here if you can stay clean and you can be the guy that we know you can be. Holy God, that Ooh. was an awesome move. Um, But I, I have a feeling whoever was in talent relations or whatever at that point kind of mm-hmm. sat him down and said, if you fuck up here, you're you're done. You're probably never going to wrestle again, and, and right. except for in, you know, little bar shows and lower indies and stuff like that. Right. I think we haven't seen the natties in a little bit, huh? 
Yeah, no, no, I, th- I think this is the first time they've been on since it's been on Spike. Or no, they lost. Yeah. I think they lost the titles in the first episode, and that's right. Yeah, Jared is covered in the fucking green juice. Oh my God. <laughs> he looks like the damn Grinch. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mister Jared. Really aren't great. <laughs> you you really are a heel. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Grinch and a wrestling joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very good. It was very good. Oh, and uh, w- w- we failed to notice, but there is a natural shirt in the front row. Is that uh, what that is? I was yeah, going to ask. The end with the pink around it. Yeah, that's that's a that's a natural shirt. It looks like a Nexus shirt if the Nexus started in like 1999. And they were big and they were big Bret Hart fans. Right. <laughs> Here oh. in the Nexus. Oh, Naturals look pretty good in this match. They lose Jimmy Hart, they get better. They, I mean, as soon as they turn face, they get exponentially yeah. better, I feel like. Ooh. Which is bad, because they're so hateable. As I feel like they're, you know, good little shitbag, asshole, cheater, motherfuckers, but... <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of words, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was searching. I, knew, I, I followed, I followed it. <laughs> but, uh... I feel like the I feel like they got the character heel stuff down, but I don't. I feel like they're so. I don't know. I feel like they wrestle as faces better. Yeah. For some reason. It's smart that they always put them in with AMW too, because that's who they have, clearly have the most chemistry with. Mm-hmm. So just let them have like a best of thousand series over the course of their career, and everything should be fine. Oh no. They thought they had the win. Ooh. Oh. Man, they are laying everything in. I just noticed the table. Mm, yeah, they brought it out when they came out. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, low blow to that guy. They actually blocked it. That was uh, Andy Douglas, by the way. Yes, it was. You gotta re- remember the context. No! Oh, God! Good this, uh, Cowboy. I'm gonna say this about a match that has Jeff Hardy. This actually doesn't suck. Yeah, this is, uh... That, that was a pretty good sprint. Yeah, that, that was pretty was good. Kind of inspired. Yeah. <laughs> that, match was, that was only four minutes and eight seconds. If you can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, goodbye, Jeff Hardy. We hardly knew you. Jake, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Under, Jeff... Underutilized, like, uh, America's Most Wanted since they turned heel. Like, they've been doing stuff, but I feel like they haven't re- Like, I wish they would kind of do, like, the same matches that they did before when they were faces. Mm-hmm. Like, give them, like, good, like, 15-minute tags, but let them work heel. I don't know if it's just they don't have the opponents because they kind of split up triple X and stuff, so maybe that's why. Right. I feel like they kind of just kind of had these... They haven't had many, like, real matches, I guess, since they mm-hmm. turned heel. Yeah, yeah they, have, they haven't oh, wrestled a ton. They haven't wrestled a ton since they turned heel. It's been a lot of no. character. And, uh, promo stuff, so... But maybe they're trying to get over that part of them as well. They felt right. like they weren't strong in that department. Kind of yeah, that, that is kind of what it because sink or swim. They haven't really been healed before, I don't Ooh. think. So I, I feel like part of it is that. I guess I feel like they could do kind of both at the same time, like mm-hmm. build the character and do it in the matches too. Because I feel like they could have some pretty good. I feel like that's asking an awful lot of TNA. <laughs> good, right. good Lord, Jeff Hardy's uh, he's handcuffed to the railing and he almost brought it into the ring. Oh, we got oh here's here's again. broken yoke again. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm angry because my yoke was broken. <laughs> uh, Jake, what would you go on that uh, first match? You know, for like a four-minute match, I go two and a half. I agree with y'all. I mean, there were some fun spots in there. Uh, Matt, what about you? I'll go two and three-quarter on that fun sprint. Yeah, I think I'll go two and three-quarters, too. I really enjoyed that. Jeff yeah. Jarrett, I'm going to break oh, your gosh. yoke. One of, it's one of those songs you can hear just by reading the band or the title. <laughs> no neck, thighs are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> My body looks like a refrigerator. I'm going to make you vomit out your mom's spaghetti. I get one neck and mine has already been fused. <laughs> Perform, you dumb son of a bitch. Didn't you learn anything last week? Hey, you're still wearing the same spooky-ass shirt. Raven wants a title shot. Larry says he lost last week. Is that security guard that guy from Rascal Flats? It looks like him. (laughs) But the, uh, this the guy from is my wish. The guy, the guy from Pawn Stars is also in there. Oh yeah, that guy was in there. <laughs> Hold me back. Nope, can't do that. Best I can do is Larry with the pointing. Larry has a surprise for Raven at Turning Point, and he also <laughs> kicks him out of the out of oh. the arena. We got New World Order Samoa Joe here. <laughs> this may be a stupid question, but why was this impact only like five days? Okay, the other one we watched was the third, right? Yeah. The I was going to ask. I think I think this was presented as another special. Um, oh. so got it. I think they had it on a different day for some reason. Must Maybe. have been pre- preempted by like an, an episode of Stan Lee's Stripperella or something. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is they had something big happen on uh, Saturday that week. I don't know what it was, but, you know. I'm wondering, I think the UFC contract starts right around this time with Spike. So I'm wondering if there was, like, a UFC going on on Saturday might, night. Might have might have been a fight night or something like that, one yeah. of the televised ones. Very good point. Oh, man. Oh. We, haven't seen, we haven't seen Amazing Red in forever. I don't think this is going to last long. Take it in. Jesus. I can't this poor even... boy is about to die. It's going to be red smeared all over the mat because it's going to be littered with blood. Let's see what kind of programming Spike had in 05. Not much. I've looked, I've looked before, but you can go ahead and check it out. <laughs> Oh, good Jesus. Ouch. Car and driver television. Yeah, the, the, the Joe Schmo show or something like that. I think that was on. Oh, there. God. Well, that was big. Yeah. Okay. Carpocalypse. Oh, God. Jesus. Boom. Whatever the hell Boom is. I don't even know what that is. The, the Lance Crawl show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. 
The Lance Crawl Show is a 30-minute comedy television show featuring sketches and on-the-street interaction starring Lance Crawl, who gained recognition through his character Kip on the Joe Schmo Show. So it's a Joe Schmo oh, there's show. A, there's a Joe Schmo uh, uh, spinoff. Good Boy, Lord. Spike really wringing that face cloth dry, aren't they? Good <laughs> Lord. I think, too, that guy almost like tried to become a wrestler. Like I've read that doing the Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. What's oh, your wrestling maybe name? Joe, maybe I'm thinking of Joe Millionaire. They tried to become a wrestler, possibly. Yeah, that is that is yeah, that's right. Joe yeah. Millionaire was. I always get those two confused too. Because he was Joe just, Joe Schmo was the fake reality show. Okay. They also had okay. What is it? Invasion oh my Iowa? God. You say the Invasion of Iowa. Invasion Iowa. The series depicts events from September 2004 in which William Shatner played a hoax on the small town of Riverside, Iowa by claiming to film a science fiction movie there. My God. All Spike wanted to do at this time was fucking trick people. Right. Did you see that Power Slam? Good Mm -hmm. God Almighty. Oh, he's about to die. Yep. He's about to get fucking springboarded. Oh, God. A spinning one. Fucking hell. Good night. Oh my! It's going to be amazing. Purple. He's he's, ama- he, he's amazing. Dead. He's about to be the amazing puddle of human ex ex just all over the God. God, God Almighty! <laughs> so the random. You have pull up just says Joe kills another bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, put some respect on Amazing Red. I know for real. <laughs> We failed to mention oh, Alex, Alex Shelley is uh, videotaping some. Boy, you're Alex here. Shelley. God. God. That's Alex. another human he's doing that too. <laughs> well, would you go on that uh, muscle buster there? Oh, that muscle buster. That's I'm going to go nine on that one. That's up there for best one. Um, uh, Jake, what would you go on it? Yeah, then I'd go a nine too with the rotations. Someone has a sign there that says "Dut Dut Goose." Oh wow, that's an all-timer. That's very clever. I love that they this this is a tribute to the uh, Chicago White Sox. By the way, this is what this is. Oh, of course. Um, I love that they bring out Sanjay Dutt, Chris Sabin, and AJ Styles to welcome them. <laughs> right. What a trio of people. You know why I like baseball? It's played on a flat surface. See, I think those bases need to be a little bit more flat. They have a little bit of a round to them. So right. I think, I think yes. that's, that's the innovation that I would make. <laughs> Gotta start like working on my the, AJ Styles. Oh, God. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Great oh, you're, still go, you're, still, you're still going through Spike. TV oh, there's program. like eighty. There's a there was a bunch of shows that lasted for like yeah, three there. episodes. <laughs> I remember the the pro, uh, list of programming being quite. Uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big White Sox fans here. Oh yeah. Yeah, who's Orlando. a White Sox fan in Orlando? I mean, right. what the hell? Right. Who fucking cares? <laughs> 
They're just like so desperate for anything that has notoriety, whether it makes any fucking sense or not. But hey, at least Bobby Heenan's here. <laughs> Which is the whole reason why this crowd reacts to anything that's going on here. It's the demon! Finally, he makes his debut. Dale Torborg, the Kiss Demon. Finally. Coming in to TNA. Fresh off of that big special main event he had at Super Brawl 2000 with the wall. And apparently John Gruden is with them. <laughs> oh, wait, that's AB, AJ Pazinski. I know, that's that's that baseball douche. <laughs> that was James Hallsworth before his chin was removed. <laughs> <laughs> before he had the chinoplasty or whatever they call it. This is the most 2005 thing. Is right. AJ fucking hey. Oh yeah. What the hell is he doing? Is he is he alive still? Didn't he do commentary on baseball for a while, like when FS1 first started, and he was fucking terrible at it? That's because he's an asshole. He sucks. Oh, I can't stand him. God, he's the worst. Oh fuck him and the horse he rode in on. This douchebag with a visor. <laughs> fuck you. I just look- I just looked up his uh, Wikipedia, and Ozzie Guillen was his manager when he played for the White Sox, obviously. And he said, if you play against him, you hate him. If you play with him, you hate him a little less. (laughs) I feel like you could say that about Ozzie Guillen, too, though. Yeah, that's true. So what does Dale Torborg have to do with the White Sox? He, I think he was some sort of coach for like a hitting coach for him. Uh, okay. I knew he was involved in baseball, but I, yeah. didn't, know, I didn't really know what his. Uh, it's something like that. Hitting nice. coach or swing coach, something like that. His dad was a player, I know. Mm-hmm. Right. He was, he was the conditioning coordinator. For That's what it is. We see we do research here on Highway to the Impact Zone. That's right. We're we're damn professionals. Try to get you that uh yeah. that hot Dale Torborg info that, that, Torborg that everybody wants. I've been looking at the uh Spike two thousand five lineup for about forty minutes. <laughs> Jake's only on the F's and he's been doing that for an hour and a half. <laughs> only for the fans. <laughs> What does a big bastard like that know about conditioning? Spike had a show called Prezinski Presents. What is this? Jesus. Did they really? I I hope you're kidding. This is going to be a new game. I'm going to make a real Spike (laughs) show or something. Is it real or fake? Real Spike show or not? (laughs) Um, Oh, let's give Simon Diamond a microphone. Fucking hell. I am not on board with this diamonds in the rough elevation here. It sucks. (laughs) Something tells me this sets up a match, and I'm going to be very, very sad when we Uh, watch it. It absolutely sets up a match. (laughs) At the the pay-per-view. The Kiss Demon returns to the ring, you guys. As a baseball man. God, I hate Simon Diamond's face. I wish I never had to look at it again. Now, if he came out of that in that match as the Kiss Demon, uh, why, that gets why, at least half a star. Why, why does he? Why does he still have a job in wrestling? What the hell is that on Przinsky's shirt? I need to ask. <laughs> what is that hair? <laughs> what is his whole vibe? He's <laughs> like an absolute asshole. Well, I mean, he is an absolute asshole. So. so, right, and that's the other thing. Why is Bobby? 
I get Bobby, Bobby Eaton was born in Chicago, but fucking hell, you couldn't find something else for him to do. And he's just like standing there. He's, he's, so, there. Dis- he's so disappointed to be standing there too. He's like, "Fuck, right. why am I here?" Literally, the only reason they brought him in was so he could do color commentary, and they waste it on this fucking match with AJ Przinsky and the former Kiss Demon, the artist formerly known as the Kiss Demon. At least you're not red. Przinsky legitimately looks like a NASCAR racer. <laughs> Or a pro golfer on his off day. Yeah, he looks like a really out of shape pro golfer. Or right. just he's, a pro golfer for that matter. He's like John Daly, but. Yeah, he's like a stretched out John Daly. <laughs> Good God. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh my God! How dare he! Oh my goodness! The match we all wanted to see—the Kiss Demon versus <laughs> freaking Simon mean, Diamond. Look, I'll tell you, this would be a lot more interesting if he was the Kiss Demon. I'm not kidding. AJ Przinsky with this vibe looks like somebody else, and I can't. Oh, there's Rascal Flat Security in the ring again. He also kind of looks like Brian Knobs, that guy. Baby, I'm amazed by you. Looks like, um... Uh, I'm just trying to think of all the Rascal Flat Tim. songs I know. <laughs> Tim from Tim and Eric. <laughs> Is that a Spike TV show as well? No. No, that was an Adult Swim show. That's another oh game. That's another game we could do. Adult Swim shows. There you, there you go, Logan. BG up in his game again with the fucking tucked in camera. Oh my, shirt. what oh the my fuck is he wearing? Holy God. He just came from deer hunting. He's like, he parked in his truck in three spots at the gas station. (laughs) Yep. He parks it sideways instead of. Right. God, I hate everything happening on the screen right now. (laughs) This has been a rough couple of minutes here. These two episodes are not. No. They're kind of falling back on their um on their uh what would you call that? Their TNA, like the bad parts of TNA, like right. desperate for any kind of notoriety. So you bring in any randos, like we have the NASCAR stuff, now they're bringing these mm-hmm. random baseball players. Uh we also haven't seen the man who's challenging for the world title days after this outside of video packages. What the hell is this team? <laughs> Holy really? hell! This is our Jeez. boy. Uh, this is our boy Helvis from the last episode. You know, Elvis, of course. I, that is a gr- that that is a great fucking name. I'm not. So, uh, that is so good. So I mean, according what was it to was like Helvis, what? Like it was some random like Helvis. Well, <laughs> I can't remember the last. It was like Lee or something like that. Helvis, <laughs> Helvis <laughs> Wesley or something. The one I had looked up, it was Helvis Jobberstein, but that wasn't actually his real name. They were making fun of him. But Which uh, one is Helvis? Uh, he's the bald one. Oh. Okay, so according to this uh, recap that I'm looking at, they are the Beasts of Burden, Elvis oh. and Sin. <laughs> oh. Big Mick Jagger fans. 
You think TNA paid that inch for that intro theme like AEW did for MJF? Why does he have like bungee cords on his thighs? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he that existing? Boy. That's the boy. Question. Oh, here's the b- what is happening? <laughs> this is like a fucking acid trip. What is going on here? <laughs> he just wandered out and gave him the thumbs up. <laughs> Good job, guys. Oh, nice job there, guys. <laughs> yep, oh, he's like missing it. a finger. Holy hell, what was that? <laughs> so when did he lose a finger? His cousin Franklin bit it off. This is Franklin. <laughs> Good God. What is happening with these shows? It's like we've traveled back in time to when TNA was awful. I, I'm not even going to ask what the rating was for that match because it didn't even exist. Fucking hell. And they don't have a cool finisher to rate, so. How dare you besmirch Elvis like that? <laughs> okay, Matt, what would you rank the Tequila Sunrise there? <laughs> minus, minus three. Jake, what about you? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer. Yo, yo, yo. I'm not going to speak on this. <laughs> God bless. What have we done? Three Helvises. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Yeah, they've... <laughs> I don't know what's going on in these two episodes. Oh. Right. Do they know that there's a These are the go-homes, too. There's a pay-per-view in three days, you assholes. <laughs> Good God. Like, put it this way. We've seen more diamonds in the rough than Samoa Joe. That's not a... <laughs> Not a good ratio for true. success. We've That's... seen more AJ Brzezinski than we have supposed to. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Not a... Probably bad. Not what I'm wanting to see. Jesus, God. After more screaming. The... He's talking about... They're, ba- they're just kind of lackeys now. They're basically talking about how Christian turned his back on Canada by not accepting their offer at uh, the pay-per-view. So mm. It's true. He disappointed the entire country. But Bobby Roode is going to take care of him in this match. I feel like they've kind of fallen off, too. They were kind of like the dominant mm-hmm. stable when he started. The yeah. Run. Now they're just kind of... Kind of Bobby Roode's the only one right now they kind of give a shit about. Mm-hmm. But even him, like, he really didn't have anything going on for right. a like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have started started trying to build him, but if you had to take a guess, who would you think Team Canada faces at the pay-per-view? God. Oh, uh, if I had a guess, uh, going solely based on what happened at Genesis, I'm going to say it's the Four Life crew. That's correct. Yeah. But they haven't touched each other since, so... They haven't even been on screen at the same time. So... Oh, big, big move, big match here. Uh, Christian's first match in TNA. What's, uh, not a fan of this stupid fucking thing he has on. With this, <laughs> with this glory hole attire. Yeah, with this knob hole. <laughs> Terrible. Jesus. He, he needs a, he needs like a fashion consultant. It is like his <laughs> biggest weakness. What is he doing? <laughs> Oh boy, was that like, the style of two thousand five? No, but like he's doing like like he's coming as like the big WWE guy, and like he's pretty much doing right. what like Christopher Daniels and AJ do worse. Like <laughs> you can't come in and like do it worse than the guy. 
know, like you're supposed to be the big time, like, oh, look, WWE right. guy. And then he looks like he has the great value of Christopher Daniels, like, right. garb. That's been a problem with Christian for years, is that he has always looked right. very indie. And it's nice to see that he brought it to TNA with him, <laughs> that he didn't get rid of it when he left. It really has, like, plagued his career a lot. Like, between yeah. the mesh shirt thing and, like, on Ruthlessly Aggressive, I'm in the era where he has the horrible singlet. Oh, God. Yeah. The hair held him back for a long time. As yeah. much as that's a yeah, stupid like, thing. But he, he he just didn't change for, you know, two or three years there for when he was out of the tag team. He's always had banger theme music, though. I'll give him that. That is true. See with the whole. I really don't think he ever had a bad theme, honestly. Uh, Unless you don't like the. Do... You think you know me. You right. think you know me. But I even think that's a pretty cool one. Right. Yeah, but that yeah. one's awesome. Hell, even go back to the brute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the brute. Well, there was one between the Christian and the one that everybody loves, the closure eyes. There was one in between. Yeah, yeah. Kind of generic, but I even mm. kind of thought that fit him for some reason. Well, because he was very generic at the time. So. That's true. <laughs> it was that in-between thing mm. he was doing. Christian has also never really been like very in shape. He's just kind of – he's not out of shape, but he just looks right. kind of meh. He's very like average human mm. shape. <laughs> like he's never fat or like out of shape or anything. Right. He's just as a, as opposed to at all. As opposed to brick shithouse Bobby Roode. <laughs> yeah, like Chris, Christian will never win the Morphoplex award. Right. We don't have many Morphoplex candidates here tonight. No. Like Roode yeah. might take it just because he's he's the only guy of... with a muscle with a set of muscles on him we've seen. The guy I went to Ooh. high school with, and someone I knew nicknamed him GH because he, he said he looked like a generic human, like just like a completely <laughs> nondescript human. <laughs> the same. Generic human. Oh! Ooh! That didn't feel good. Bow, bow. That's not nice to do that to your fellow Canadian. What are you doing? Nah, Christian's from Florida now. Oh, oh, that's haven't, right. Haven't I... you heard that WrestleMania 18 promo? My mistake. <laughs> He's from Toronto, Florida. I think he missed that he should have went with Nemo uh, with his shoot name. Jay to the Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the eight mile promos with oh, Rhino. Right. They are buddies, so good work. Have him be the Cheddar Bob to Rhino. <laughs> Christian Bob. <laughs> cheddar Cheddar Cage. Oh, <laughs> cheddar Cage. Cheddar J. <laughs> oh god. He could also be the Makai Pfeiffer character. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, sure, he could, but would it work? Does that mean Rhino fucks Brittany Murphy? May she rest in peace. Damn asbestos. 
Okay, we have asbestos. Stupid Bovary's mug. How dare you kill Brittany Murphy? <laughs> oh, a bear hug. That's when you know you're getting a good match. She was totally bangable. <laughs> that was like one of the weirder like celebrity deaths. Yeah, that happened. I feel like it's still kind of like people still really don't know exactly what the fuck happened. It almost feels like a cover-up of some sorts, but yeah. nobody's ever been able to really solve it or something. This uh, th- th- this is a match that's happening. It's better than the Clockwork Orange House of Pancakes, I'll say that. House of Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> the International House of Orange Pancakes. <laughs> I will never not fuck up the title, the, the name of that match. I do think it's interesting, and this is this kind of becomes works. a pattern. This kind of becomes a pattern with TNA over the years that we'll see. I do think it's a little weird that they burn Christian's first match on free TV and don't save it for pay per view. Yeah, if they're really pushing the Monty match, they really should have saved him wrestling for the first time in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I mean, the debut is good, but his, so far it hasn't been, I haven't been like blown away. Like he doesn't, like so far he doesn't feel like some guy who comes in and just feels like a star. Right. Yeah. I do wonder if that's part like of it another, too. Another dude, you know, like. Yeah. I wonder if he was feeling the pressure maybe and that's part of it. Because, like, he knew coming in that he was going to be the top guy, and it's like, oh, shit, this is pretty much mine and Jarrett's company now. So it's like, I got to show up. I don't need to fail and be a miserable experience like damn Jeff. Right. Ow. All right, the ref just stopped counting for some what reason. The hell, Slick? <laughs> Oh man, if I if this was one of those notes taking episodes, I would have just eviscerated him for that. <laughs> oh my God, what an idiot! Just stop counting, Logan. I'm with you on this one. Just and he does it again. Stop! <laughs> oh God! And he gets crushed oh, for no. his liking. Way to go, Christian. He's gone. He's oh, and he got the flaccid. He's gone flaccid. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell you as someone who's watched about 4,000 of them, this feels very much like a 0203 Raw yeah. match. It's very like TV. It's not bad, but it's it's very right, like, exactly. it's, it's, a, totally it's a very TV match. Yeah, unremarkable. Like, And I think <laughs> you kind of see it more in here because we're so used to a lot of this being like, you know, like AJ and Petey come out on like a random TV and killing each other. Right. And so when you do kind of get this, it can feel very kind of ho-hum even more. Formula, I think, is like WWE formula. Even down to the interference and the ref bump and all that shit. Conservative outfit for mine. Yeah. Very tight. Very tight uh, sweater, though. Short sleeve sweater. Oh! Oh! He just harpooned the whale. Fucking God. 
Hey now, cup check. See, like this is good. This makes it more fun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the the insert the insert TNA's name for the unprettier here move. (laughs) They they just call it the unprettier. Do they? I can't. I couldn't remember. The (laughs) non-attractive. Yeah, they they don't they don't fucking turn it into the kill switch. Right. The oh. oh, the not beautifier. What <laughs> <laughs> was it? The unconventionally attractive. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that was uh, that was a very standard pounce, I'll say. The Demore one was better. I love the random Falcons fan that's been in the crowd for like the right, last. He is he's he's dedicated. He, he lives there. All right, James. Abyss. It's dark in here. What would you go on that one? That was very two and a quarter for me. That match. Matt, what about you? I'll go. Uh, I'll go two and a half. The end bumped it up for me. Yeah, I think I'll go two and a half, too. Very, uh, as uh, JT and Marcus would say on war, that was a very replacement-level match, I'll say. Randomly get <laughs> Abyss and James Mitchell to close this out. We shape-shifted into the ring! Yeah, we went from this random alleyway into the ring. That's yeah, what was that alleyway? <laughs> what the hell was that? This this has been a very weird set of episodes for more, in more ways than one. You know, like the beginning of the evolution video where they're like all walking down the uh, yeah the <laughs> like uh, air, uh, the runway uh, like <laughs> as they're coming off the plane that looked like the same thing but it was at night and they were just walking in the moonlight in front of this random spotlight. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think, Father John? Uh... Father John Misty. Father John. James Mitchell. Uh, as he's doing the hard sell for the pay-per-view here. Abyss! Have you gotten over your fear of barbed wire? I hope so, otherwise Sabu will push your shit in. <laughs> oh, it's dark in here. Whoa, how did that happen? Holy cow. It was magic. My God. Oh, my oh, God. The Seven Method is the band here. That's the most fake band name I've ever heard. The Seven <laughs> Method. Is that like the Rhythm Method? Something like that. <laughs> seven pumps in your in, I guess. Yeah, it's the Mickey Mantle Method. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, as we're getting a hype video for the pay-per-view. Um, Jesus, Jake, what did you think of that episode? <laughs> uh, I'd probably bump it up a tad from the last one, maybe. I'd probably go like a four, uh, five, I guess. It seemed maybe a bit more replacing level, but still kind of disappointing. I feel like, there's, yeah, like we said, these two have been kind of odd. It's like a weird step down. 
Yeah, Jake, Jake gave it the Pierzynski bump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, what about you? Yeah, this felt like a big step backwards, uh, this one and the last episode. But I, I do think this one was a little bit better than the last episode. So I'll go f- I'll go five on this one, I think, too, with Jake. Yeah, I'm going to go five as well. It was a little bit better. It had that good opener. I do think, despite maybe the fact that the White Sox aren't like a national national uh, brand or anything, it was cool that they kind of got the uh, World Series champs or a member of it, at least. Um, I do think that that was probably timely. And uh, I, I think at the time, Pierzynski was a pretty, uh, you know, he was a he was the bad boy of the MLB at that point. He was kind mm-hmm. of an asshole. And as much as that's probably in the grand scheme of things, looking back, you know, uh, 17 years later, that that's probably not a big deal. But I think at the time it might have been a little bit more uh, than we think it might have been. And having Bobby Heenan there was good. So um, but yeah. It might not have ended very well, but I think it started pretty good, uh, and it it did did build to the pay per view pretty well. So um, I'll go five as well. But uh, we'll move on to awards. Uh, Jake, what would you have as your match of the night? Uh, I guess I go with the um, four way X division that we started with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Matt, was that what you would go with as well? Yes, at a whopping three stars, the X division fuckfest. Um, uh, who would you have as your MVP, Matt? Jesus hell. Uh fuck. You can't even go AJ by default or even you can't even really go Samoa Joe by default by default, really. Good God. How about this? Father James Mitchell. Alright. Uh Jake, who would you go with? I'm tempted to go Kenny King because he's <laughs> really well. Um Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one. I will. I will also. Maybe. Yeah. I I mean, you could also, and this is coming from me now. You could also argue Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) I mean, you really could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you should. I think you could still go. I think you could still go Joe because he kind of kicked the shit out of AJ at the end of the first episode, and then he murdered uh, Amazing Red in the second one. He pivoted Um, from AJ by default to Joe by default. <laughs> like, well, Joe was technically there for a little bit, so right. I rules. feel like you can't give it to Jarrett because he had that promo in the first episode that took like three quarters of the episode. So. Yeah, but he was wearing he was wearing a leather jacket though. Oh, that's he true. He can't win on any show where he speaks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, um. I... Yeah, I think I'll just go with Samoa Joe because of the ass beating and then the other ass beating, I guess. Um, but uh, LVP, uh, Jake, who would you go with on that one? Simon Diamond, no reason <laughs> in any universe he should be on screen as much as here. Uh, Matt, are you going to go with that as well? I-, I will give it to the entirety of the diamonds in the rough. Fuck them and shoot them into the ocean. Hmm. Um, as far as moment of the night, I'll go with the uh, throw to the sky that uh, Kennedy King took from a uh, uh, abyss and that uh, squash mm-hmm. match. But uh, yep. Matt, what would you go with on that? It's either that or the muscle buster to Amazing Red. But I, I do think I'm gonna go with Kenny King, like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Kenny one. All right. Uh, uh, Morphoplex Award. Uh, like we said, there weren't many candidates for tonight. Um, 
Bobby Roode by default, I guess, because he was like the most muscly guy that we saw. Um, Matt, is that who you would go with? I mean, we did see Petey in the X Division Fuckfest, yeah, so I, I guess I'll go with him. But yeah, not a lot of uh, uh, steroid beef on this episode. Yeah, I think they've they've all started to cycle off for some reason. But uh, Jake, would you go with who would you go with out of those two? Yeah, I think I probably would too. It's funny we never have said Monty. I guess it's credit to Monty that he looks legitimately just like right. Jack. Yeah, I, I feel like he was like an actual athlete at some point. Right, exactly. Like like, mm-hmm. That way, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. He never looks like bloaty. Like mm-hmm. he looks just like a fucking brick shit house dude. Like, absolutely. Um, it, uh, as far as great value, I saw a great value Kip Sabian in the crowd with the box on his head. So, um, Jake, did, did you have any great values you know, that you noticed? I'm gonna go with Christian's little jacket thing. I thought that. Very, very fallen angel looking for sure. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with what you said earlier on that. Uh, Matt, did you notice any great values? Uh, I, I feel like I have to go with uh, Bullet Bob as uh, a great value tortoise from the, the tortoise in the hair. <laughs> oh, you know, we could do Rhino, Eight Mile Rhino. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. Mile, oh, great, yeah that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Eight Mile Rhino. That's the answer. Eight Mile <laughs> yep. Rhino. Good oh, lord. Mom Spaghetti Rhino. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Fuck the free world, Rhino. Good call, good call on that one. Um, but that'll wrap up awards. Uh, Jake, should we? What do you um, have to, oh, good. Uh, should Should we run down what our card is going? Or what our announced oh, yeah. matches are for uh, mm-hmm. Turning Point, just to set us up. Run through your plugs real quick, Jake, and I'll. Uh, Got I'll it. Yeah, Ruthless Aggressive um, chugging along. I actually had our pal Sean actually made it for Ruthless Aggressive the first mm. time in a while. Continue on the road to WrestleMania 19. We talked about. Um, you know, some good feuds going here, especially um, the Vince Hogan stuff has been really well done so far. So um, I've really not that I didn't think it was good. I know the match like, you know, I enjoy the match a lot, but I forgot that the feud like the uh, the promos and stuff leading into are really good. So we're covering that Austin Rock, a um, lot of fun stuff. The Angle Brock stuff, sort of the uncertainty that was involved with that going to 19, just all the build and intrigue going into WrestleMania 19. So check that out on the North South uh, Connection. Matt, what do you got in plug? Uh, Also on the North-South Connection, you can find me on the Extreme Three-Way Dance. Uh, We just had the last couple episodes covering into uh, Wrestlepalooza. So uh, the next episode of Extreme Three-Way Dance will be a big one. Where uh, So if you know uh, what happens at Wrestlepalooza 97, you'll know why. So we'll be talking about that stuff. That'll be uh, great to watch and talk about. And uh, speaking of Sean Kidd, he was also on a new episode of Piece of the Action, which is the action movie live watch podcast that I host over on the Place to Be Nation pop feed. We watched Roadhouse, which is a uh, quite the movie. So uh, give that a listen if you have not yet, and you can find me on the Twitter machine at msusa 1991. All right, yeah, listen to all that stuff. Uh, I've listened to some of those uh, recently, and uh, very good, very good stuff by both of these guys. So um, definitely check out all their stuff. Um, I will run down the card real quick. Um, Barb Wire Massacre, uh, Sabu and Abyss. We have that. Uh, we had that announced. Uh, Raven will face a mystery opponent in his Larry Zabisco. Uh, gauntlet that he's going through um <laughs> i don't know that they announced this but based on the little uh the uh, white Sox little presentation thing uh they do have a six-man tag 
with the Diamonds in the Rough is Sabin, Del Torborg, and Sanjay taking on the Diamonds in the Rough. So I don't know if they announced that, but you could kind of deduce that from uh, mm-hmm. what we what we saw there. Um, <laughs> Christian and Monty Brown, uh, Team 3D and AMW in a tables match. Ironically, not for the tag titles. I don't know why, but uh, oh well. Um, Joe and AJ face each other for the X title, and then uh, Jarrett and Rhino uh, is the main event. Hope Raven has to card. face all the dogs at the poker table. In the dog <laughs> <match>. <laughs> exactly. um, and then there's a random X Division tag and then a, a Team Canada 4LK match. But those weren't announced, and I think they come out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. but, uh, those are, that, that's, that's your card for uh, Turning Point coming up on our next episode. But uh, as far as plugs for me, uh, we had a YouTube roulette that we just recorded that will come out uh, pretty soon. Um Wrestling Chicken Salad, which we just did, Halloween Havoc 92. Uh, everybody should listen to that episode because uh, Callum and uh, Tim have a hell of a hell of a time. They uh, they go on some rants and uh, point out some really weird stuff on that one. So uh, I would definitely check that one out. Um, and the Danger Pod on the No So Beat that we do going through the Dangerous Alliance storyline. Uh, that's a good one. We're, we're up to like episode six now. I think it's about to come out. So mm-hmm. really interesting stuff all around. Listen to all the feeds. Uh, everybody's putting out great stuff right now. Uh, I've been listening on a lot lately uh, at work. It, it gets me through the day a lot of days. So everybody's putting out some really good stuff. But, uh, we appreciate everybody uh, joining us on this episode of Highway to the Impact Zone. And we will see you at turn.